Are you tired of having too much money in your pockets and now your pants are falling down from the weight? Why not make it easier on yourself and donate that extra cash to our Patreon account? Find the link at our website, ptppodcast.com. Hey, what's going on? You are listening to Pull the Plug Podcast with myself, Mrs. Godzilla. Me, Justin G. How is it going? Oh, you know, just uh, I'm enjoying uh, some watermelon juice. Oh. It's tasty, bud. Well, it is watermelon season mm. right now, so... This juice, though, is by far better than any normal watermelon. Like, there's no question about it. I don't know. I've had some pretty delicious watermelon this year. Look, I've had some delicious watermelon in my day, in my life. <laughs> uh, but nothing compares. It's like that... Nothing compares like that, like that to you. It, nothing compares to this watermelon juice. I don't know. I don't know what they got in there. Sugar. Well, it's great. Have we we need to do more with sugar? This is awesome. Have we tried sugar we, before? Reach out to us uh, if you've never had sugar before and you want to try it. I would suggest it. Oh my god, it's great segue. Thank so you. we've been listening uh, to this podcast, uh, "My Favorite Murder," it's, which likely you've heard of it, but yeah, I, I think we were the last people to ever hear of this show. Yeah, I think so. Um, so. Uh, uh, big shout outs to uh, Nina from the podcast uh, Okay So. Yeah. Okay So podcast. Uh, she was the one that actually put us onto it. And my God, if you love true crime and comedy and the melding of two together, this is the show for you. My favorite murder podcast. And it's incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I've been just like binging through those episodes. Thank God there's like hundreds of them. Oh, and yeah, I'm on they're... like, I don't know, 40 now. <laughs> yes, I'm. Um, but in the last episode I was listening to, before they get into the murder talk, uh, they were talking about some hilarious reviews of these sugar-free gummy bears available <laughs> on Amazon and the Amazon reviews that are just losing their minds. Uh, what did they say it was? It's um, Like su- sugar alcohol? Sugar alcohol. Which, which sounds enticing. Yeah, totally. Sugar um, and alcohol, I'm in. But it, apparently it does awful things to your intestines yeah i guess uh uh sugar alcohol is not sugar and it's used as a replacement uh so for example in these gummy bears they're allowed to call themselves sugar free because of the sugar alcohol in them but like you alluded to uh not so good for your innards (laughs) um so some of the reviews here and we'll be posting a full link to these uh over at the website ptppodcast.com so good um First one here, one star, slow, painful death by gummy bears. Uh, ate a bag of these when I, when I boarded a six-hour flight to Seattle. Gastric exorcism at 30,000 feet. Enough said. My advice, don't use a bathroom on a Delta flight. That stench is from me seven years ago. Oh, man. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, so is it just like a chemical reaction that just like, like a laxative? It makes you bloat. It makes you excrete everything (laughs) um so yeah heads up these might not be uh awesome if you're eating a meal right now look if you're listening to this show while you're eating a meal though that's on you like that's not that's that's your fault we're not to be blamed for that one star a real cost savings uh at my hospital we once required patients to take uh an enema before a colon uh endoscopy now we prescribe we prescribe five of these little gems. Within two hours, the patient is completely cleansed. Saves us thousands per year. Thank you, Haribo. Oh my God. Uh, all right, one more here. One star. Like my stomach was terrorized by a five-pound pack of wild bears. <laughs> Jesus. I'm just going to start off by saying that you can try and not eat the whole bag, but eventually you will because it's a delicious treat. Mm. And so when they do you, taste good. And when you do, your stomach and sphincter will violently vomit deformed families of fused gummy bears for what seems like a painful eternity. I will never do this again until, of course, the next time it sounds like a good idea. Wow. <laughs> so this guy, one star, but I feel like he was solidly down the middle. I think he's like a two and a half. Yeah, yeah. totally. That He was like, it's a, like, they're delicious and I will do this again, but I will regret every second of it. I uh kind of want to. Is it wrong? I kind of want to try it. Like, like I want to yes, see. Yes, yeah, what it happens. is. It's wrong. <laughs> I want to see what happens. Maybe I'm immune. Maybe that. Maybe that's my superpower. I really doubt it. Look, look. look. <laughs> you don't know me. You don't know what what 
abilities I have, Shannon. Who knows? But I do know that because of this watermelon juice, you love the taste of sugar. Um, so um, just eat the sugar ones. I'm just going to eat And Haribo gummies are delicious. You don't need the Haribo bears that terrorize your butthole. <laughs> bears that terrorize your butthole is opening up at Coachella, I think, next year. Yeah. I'm very excited about that. Watch for them lot, this April. A lot of buzz about them. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> you want to talk fuck. about speaking of diarrhea? Do you want to talk about tonight's show? <laughs> Absolutely, nailed it. Um, <laughs> Just king of the segues tonight. That's right. um, we're going to talk about some cyber sex toys. Oh, yeah. All right, I'm in. This is an ish- it's actually quite interesting. Um, what this may do for the what this story has uh, detailing what it could do for the cyber like for sex toys um, in general that mm-hmm. industry and internet connected sex toys and all this kind of stuff. Kind of mind-boggling. I'm all it's in. Pretty interesting. Uh, we've got a recurring feature: sucks to suck. Sucks to suck. Stupid people this week. <laughs> Your entertainment update and uh, the Hunger Games of dating is what one person commented on this story that I really need to share with you. Mm-hmm. Um, Someone's vagina is hungry tonight. Um, I don't even know how. No, no, all not. Right. It's not like that kind of hunger. It's actual Hunger Games. Um, it's intense. All it's right. a little weird. Um, but I'm all for it, and I feel uh, for her empowerment, so good on her. Color me Pinterested. So we've got all of that, uh, plus some great music coming away tonight here on Pull the Plug. I'm, 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 super, uh, I'm super stoked on it. Hell yeah. It's going to be good. We are going to start the night off with the very first ever Pull the Plug artist to ever play in studio. Holy fuck. So fun. Here is Angie Nussie, Leave You Behind on Pull the Plug. behind angie nasi we're back that's uh as you said earlier the like 
that's the first artist that uh, was on Pull the Plug ever joined us in studio. Yeah, that's she, and she was so fantastic, and so much great. fun. Yeah, classic the badminton song. Classic, classic, classic of the uh, the Pull the Plug repertoire. Absolutely. Uh, first story of the evening. This one comes from Ars Technica, um, and it starts off with a, a headline that I think you can get behind. Mm-hmm. Sex toys innovators of America. We have good news for you. I am I'm listening. Interested already? <laughs> so there's this so-called, according to this article, the teledildonics patent. All right. Tele- Dildonics. Dildonics. So dil- dildo is in the thing. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, cool. Teledildonics patent. And it was owned by a company that many would deem like a patent troll. So they just file random patents so that if anything even closely on the market kind of resembles it, they can sue them and, and whatnot. Okay. Um, that patent has just expired. So now U.S. sex toy companies can create um, internet-controlled vibrators, uh, dildos, and what el- whatever else they want with significantly f- uh, less fear of being sued. Well, that's always a good thing. So we've seen a few of these things in the past where um, you'd have a dildo and it would be connected to like a smart, like a, a, a little monitor through through the internet and your partner could control it or, or something like that. Yeah, you like know? from your iPhone, you can increase whatever's in your girlfriend's butthole. Exactly. Yeah. Increase the size of it, stretch it out, whatever I mean, you want to do. It's not like, it has to be a toy. You can't increase the size of your dick with your penis. Or no. <laughs> increase, increase the size of your dick with uh, your penis. With an app. I mean, I mean, maybe if you press the app with the tip of a penis, you could do that, but... Yeah. Yeah. Um, Too funny. Uh, last, uh, this happened last Friday. U.S. patent number 6,368,268 expired after being on file with the United States Patent and Trademark Office for about 20 years. So they had wow. this filed for 20 years, which is kind of crazy to me. The company that had previously held the patent um, had filed 10 lawsuits alleging uh, infringements uh, since 2015. And all suits appear to have been settled with the company receiving like payout in exchange for dropping the lawsuit. Okay. Wow. Now, this expiration news was met with a great fanfare in the uh, sex toy corner of the internet. Um, and an intellectual property attorney with an expertise in sex and technology. That is a specialty that I need is impressive. friends like that in my life. Yeah. Someone with that kind of expert knowledge. So this woman, Maxine Lynn, she emailed Ars Technica that this patent previously held the industry back. She says the race will be on to create the most fantastic orgasmic experience possible over an internet collect connection. Can you even imagine? Yeah. The sex tech market, as it's called, is exploding with demand, meaning that there will be a lot of money in it for businesses who are sexful, successful in that effort. And meanwhile, an attorney with the Electronic Frontier Foundation also applauded the occasion. It's a classic example of how an overbroad patent can frustrate innovation. To the extent of the industry faces other challenges because of a stigma against sex tech or adult, uh, adult products, those will remain. But at least per- startups in the space won't immediately get sued. So Wow. They can, that, that's a huge game changer for sure. It's a huge game changer. And, and you know, sex toys are, are obviously popular and, and they're great. And if you want to use them, awesome. Um but when you have when you have limited technology available to you to use on them, yeah, it limits the ability of of what you're able to do with it, of course. Like, and you can't innovate and you can't change them and you can't bring out new products and that can hurt your business. With, yeah, with all of these like smart devices and connected devices and and things like that, um, you know, this is gonna this is gonna help so much in, in in terms of expanding that industry well and it's so funny because like uh the world of sex like porn really drove like the innovation with like the internet and stuff like that so all of a sudden releasing those creative holds and strains on an industry that was already so forward thinking and uh innovative and and whatever that's just gonna let them i don't know have so much room for creativity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty awesome. So I'm excited. I want to try. I want to get like, I want to try like internet connected sex toys. Like, what would I don't know what you would I don't know what a guy would be able to have. Like, what could like hmm. could you? There's got to be something like a like a standalone or like a, a stationary sex toy, where it's like, not a robot, but like burn after reading the sex chair. I don't know what that is. In in the movie Burn After Reading, okay, he had a sex chair that, as it like, rocked, you know, people can't see what you're doing, right? Well, no, I'm showing you. <laughs> okay. As it rocked, like a dildo came up. 
I mean, how is that internet connected, though? No, but that's um, like you start there. Oh, okay. From this archaic device, right? Yeah. <laughs> and um, a yeah. chair. <laughs> and and I don't know, adapt it I so do that li- you don't have to rock or something. I do like the ability of like like we have lights and whatnot that we can control with our phones, and right. they're all automated and shit. I'd like to imagine that you can have like, you know, a chair that as soon as you sit on it, it's connected to your lights. And the dildo like comes through the chair, <laughs> license slowly, See? and the lights dim, and it turns kind of like a nice, like comforting, comforting color. And your you're just Sonos it. comes on. Exactly. Come on. <laughs> so you've got it. I'm, you've I've, got it figured out. Exactly. So I'm, I'm, I'm interested in yep. this stuff. I'm a big fan of new technology. Totally. Big fan of sex toys, I guess. And <laughs> I guess I don't know. I don't really have any, but enjoy them if you have them. Great. Um, but I think it's fascinating. I think that's interesting. It's interesting to see what would come. Uh, from people now not being hampered by nonsense patent trolls. So totally agree. Cool. Yeah, uh, we're gonna link to the full article uh, over at the show notes. You can find that over at the website, over at ptppodcast.com. And uh, we're gonna get back to the music here with a brand new one from Kevin Foster that he posted today. Yeah, new cover, right? Uh, Broken Halos, Chris Stapleton cover here on Pull the Plug. I've seen my shivers, broken for your pull the plug entertainment update you just mashing it now top five movies at the box office this week number five alpaca nope not alpaca, not alpaca. 
Definitely not alpaca. And here I thought I was ready to go. You clearly are not. Alpaca. Uh, no. Alpaca. That's what I said. Alpaca. Uh, <laughs> Number five is Alpha at not 10 Not even point- close. <laughs> well, it's the no, A-L-P-A no. or A-L-P no. and then it ends with an A. Tough, oh, no. Alpaca. No. <laughs> Good Lord. I can't even handle that. Ten million in its opening weekend. Oh, no. my God. <laughs> You're a mess. No, I, no, I want someone to come out with a movie called Alpaca, and it's just like I want it to be the same t- uh, story as Alpha, <laughs> but it's just a man befriends a uh, rabbit alpaca. <laughs> <laughs> Number four, Mission Impossible Fallout, 181 million so far. Number three, Mile 22, 13.7 million. Number two, the Meg Megalodon. The Megalodon. <laughs> 83.8 million. Oh, I've heard it so bad. Really? Oh, I've heard it so oh, bad. Oh, no. You know, like like the, the studio that does like the Sharknado shit. Is that who did it? No, oh, okay. but it's like they did. Oh, <laughs> that's, dear. Yeah, so oh, that's too bad. That's not good. Because that could not have been a cheap movie to make. Nope. No. Oh, that's awful. Uh, and number one at the box office, Crazy Rich Asians, 35.3 million so far. Heard very good things. Heard Based on a book, right? I don't know. Uh, but I've heard that it's an awesome movie. Heard it's really entertaining, funny, right good good rom-com. Yeah, so. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, opening up in theaters for you this week, we've got Axel, AXL, uh, Searching, and uh, definitely my pick, The Happy Time Murders. I can't believe that's out already. Yeah, I want to see this. Yeah, it looks so I good. I want to go to theaters to see this <laughs> with people. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah. Coming soon to theaters, August 31st, we've got Ken, Operation Finale, The Little Stranger, and Bloodfest. Bloodfest. <laughs> and coming soon, to, coming soon to theaters, September Alpaca. 7th, <laughs> The Nun. Fuck that, uh, by the way. Fuck that movie. I watched. I saw like a little teaser. Oh, yeah? So it's this guy who's like, I don't know. It looks like he's in a coffin, but I don't really understand how that's possible. And he's like freaking out. He doesn't know what the hell's going on. He mm-hmm. lights like a... Like he's got like a like a bic lighter or whatever, and he flicks it on, and all he sees is just like like he's like in a wooden container, and then just from behind him, this like creepy old hand like puts it oh he puts his hand like over his mouth, and you just see like this terrifying witch nun looking thing. No, that's Fuck awful. That it's like I guess it's like a prequel to uh, The Conjuring. Okay. So. Yeah, no way. But fuck that noise for sure. Uh, the apparition, apparition, and. Uh, Words are hard for you today. Eh? <laughs> and September seventh also brings us Peppermint, which looks fucking great. Oh yeah, that's that. Uh, what's her name? Uh, ben Affleck's Jennifer Gardner, old one. <laughs> Currently, that's what you're gonna call her, Ben Ben Affleck's old one. Are they still together? I don't know. I was gonna say old wife, but I don't know if they ever got married. Je- Jennifer Jennifer Garner. Jennifer Garner. Her family gets murdered, so she goes into hiding and trains for five years so that she can come back and murder them all. I'm so on board It looks that. really good. I want every woman out there to go see that. Like, just to be like, you fucking come after me. I will yep. destroy you. Come at me, bro. Oh, I love it so much. Uh, new releases in movies for you on August 14th. Oh, we got Deadpool 2, Show Dogs, uh, Action Point, Hereditary, and Adrift. Coming soon for movie releases, we've got Tag. American Animals, and uh, my mom's pick, Book Club. Of course it was your mom's She pick. loved it. Yeah. Laughed out loud. Hilarity. Well, it has to do with, uh, you know, recent, I think probably recent retirees um, talking about sex and stuff. So, of yeah. course, she found it hilarious. She loved it. That's perfect. I love it. Can't wait to see it. Uh, new releases <laughs> in music. Yeah, because you're definitely going to be goaded into it. Yeah. Uh, new releases in music for August 24th. We got Interpol with Marauder. Uh, Alice in Chains, new one, Rainier Fog, uh, Blood Orange with Negro Swan, Devotchka, This Night I don't think you were allowed to say that forever. title, Justin. Look, that's what Ooh. that's what it came out as. That's... Hmm. I, it's, I'm, not, I'm not down with that. Yeah, I'm not down with you saying it either. Maybe it's Negro Swan. Mm. Look, I'm just reading the thing. Okay. Not opinions. Okay. Of anything. You're too white. I'm way too white. <laughs> Pale, in fact. Uh, Devoshka with This Night Falls Forever. Interpol um, with Marauders again on there for some reason on this list. <laughs> uh, Justice with Woman Worldwide and Plain White Tees. Wow. Parallel Universe. Wow. In a parallel universe, they are still a band that people listen to. Uh, I just heard a rumor that 
there's going to be a TV show made based on the Plain White Tees song, Hey There Delilah. Yeah, that... Like, an entire TV show premise around this, like, three-minute song. And, like, where were they eight years ago? Yeah. Does it take that long to write the treatment? (laughs) Yeah. Figure it out. Yep. Figure it out. Figure it out, bud. Top five on billboard.com. sorry. Sorry. Um, Did you hear the news? They released, like, an official image from it. Okay. Of the live action Dora the Explorer movie? Yeah. <laughs> People are not happy. I'm going to It's it's a 30-year-old woman playing a 5-year-old. No, no, no. She's not playing a 5-year-old. Like she's grown up Dora in the movie. She like she's she's she is that age now. Okay. In the movie. But but Then what's your qualm with it? Do you have an issue with it? I've got it. Or did you just want to know if I saw it? I wanted to know if you saw it because I thought I wanted to know if your reaction was going to be as visceral as mine. Because like not as visceral. That's not the right word for it. But like I don't understand why. Like who is this for? People who are watching the animated mm-hmm. or the explorer. That's what that's they like that. That's what they want. That's 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 that's, that. that's them. That's theirs. Okay. Who is the live action film for? I would assume the same kids. I can't get... No. There's too many good ideas that are out there that aren't getting made, and this bullshit's getting made. Yep. Stand up with me, people. (laughs) Top five on Billboard.com. Number five, Beer Bongs and Bentleys from Post Malone. Number four, Life's a Trip. Life's a Trip. Trippy Red. (laughs) (laughs) Number three, Scorpion from Drake. Number two, Queen Nicki Minaj. And number one, Astro World from Travis Scott. Trippy red. <laughs> Trippy red. Two D's in red, by the way. Yep. It's an important distinction to, to make there. Uh, celebrity birthdays for August 22nd. Give me that. Boom, boom, birthday. That birthday. That birthday. That birthday. That birthday. Singer Dua Lipa. It's 23. Dua Lipa. Who? I don't know. She's a singer. Dua Lipa. Uh, comedian TV host James Corden is 40. Simple play musician Jeff Stinko is also 40. <laughs> That's Stinko. an unfortunate name. Uh, actress Kristen Wiig is 45. Howie Doro of Backstreet Boys is also 45. Hmm. Howie. You know Howie. There we have it. Uh, Rich, actor Richard Armitage is 47. Actor Ty Burrell is 51. He's the guy, he's the dad rather from Modern Family, Shannon. Oh, yeah. yeah. Classy dude. Yeah. Classy looking feller. Yeah. Uh, singer Tori Amos is 55. James DeBarge of the band DeBarge is 56. <laughs> and musician Donna Godshaw of Grateful Dead is 71 today. Very nice. And that's your entertainment update. Alpaca. Alpaca. <laughs> oh, that killed me. I, I'm sorry I started so off you, on that like, one. So I kept saying how ready I was, too. So poor. That I didn't read ahead. And when I did try to read my brain said alpaca mm-hmm. yeah look i just appreciate that you you barely tried that was good i barely tried that was, <laughs> i appreciated that <laughs> alpaca. that's great yeah uh but for some good old tasty music we're gonna hop across the pond here for some dob robinson here's ghost on pull the plug Take what you want, but keep what you take I'll always be just your favorite mistake Gone from my path in the blink of an eye The greatest send-off, but the hardest goodbye Kick me so hard, kick me to ground Pick me back up and we'll turn this around Got me so close, but I feel it so deep. I'll wait around while you drift off to sleep.
Ghost from Dom Robinson, and it sucks to suck time. Yes, it is. I think this has to be my favorite recurring feature of the show. It's pretty great, right? Yeah. Yeah, we take a look at uh, at a few stories from the around the internet where, you know, people are doing dumb things, they've made bad decisions, laughable decisions, and it just feels good, one, to point them out and laugh at them. And Always. two, <laughs> it, it makes us feel better about the decisions that we make in our lives. Because we're not good decision makers no, by any stretch and, of the imagination. And so. it's nice to have the reminder that people are worse. People are worse. That's than true. us, I mean. It, we actually should have called it that. People are worse. Than us. Than us. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. Than that, us. that got too long, though. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this first story, this comes from Indy 100, um, about a spiritual guidance counselor named Amethyst Realm. So right there, wow. we're off to a, a bang and start. Spiritual guidance counselor. She shared uh, some some stories about her romantic liaisons with a spirit on ITV's This Morning. Oh, fun. Uh, after six months of dating a ghost she met while in Australia. So strap in. This is this is nuts. I'm ready. They are reportedly more in love than uh, than she's ever had in, you know, in like a physical relationship. They have also apparently joined the Maya High Club. However the hell that's supposed to work. So she masturbated in a bathroom? Yeah. In, in, in <laughs> on inter- a plane? In an interview on This Morning, Amethyst said, I refer to it as him because that's easier. He's very ancient, very wise, very kind. I would say he has been on the planet for a very long time. She des- she describes he's, he's an old fuck. She <laughs> describes her boyfriend as something she could feel rather, uh, she could feel rather than see that he was an emotional, uh, physical presence. As a spiritual guidance counselor, uh, should point it out right now. Uh, that's not a real job. <laughs> not a not thing. A thing. <laughs> Stop it. 
spiritual guidance counselor. As a spiritual guidance counselor. Uh, Amethyst is no stranger to ghostly encounters, and she claims that she knew this one was different, that she had fallen in love. The ghost had supposedly followed her back from Australia, and Amethyst admitted something being turned on uh, turned on by the ghost. Hmm. Coin Amethyst, it's difficult to explain in terms of normal earthbound relationships. It's a bit <laughs> deeper than that. We don't have need for a conversation because he's not oh, real. Right, yeah. Uh, and this is the kicker. This is why the story is in Sucks to Suck. In a recent interview, she tried. Uh, she's tried to clarify how she and the ghost plan to have a child together. Nope. Uh, quoted as saying, "I've been looking into, fa- <laughs> I've been looking into phantom pregnancies, and I believe that a phantom pregnancy is actually a real pregnancy, but you have a phantom inside you rather than a human baby. The reason we don't ever manage to carry these to full term is that people don't understand. But I'm hoping through understanding what's going on with my body." I'll be able to. What the fuck? So there's there's a fine line between that person's crazy, yeah, and that person needs help. And oh yeah, it's it's now it's kind of at the point I think maybe where it's not a she's fucked up. It's she needs help. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, my question is, uh, did she? buy her phantom boyfriend a plane ticket oh see that's and because to me that's a really good bearing of whether she thinks he's real or not i mean it's a phantom though like couldn't you just put him in like the overhead part compartment and you just fold but up would you do that to your to, boyfriend to the one that you love <laughs> yeah I, that's it that's a good point that's a good point sucks to suck this next one comes from global news a group of spokane residents thinks that uh, there there are a lot of wildfires burning right now in uh, British Columbia. Oh, yeah, it's crazy. And there's no indications the province-wide state of emergency will be lifted anytime soon. Wow. And it's making for the province's third worst wildfire season on record. Wow. And a group of... Spo- that's not the part that sucks. No, <laughs> but, that's... That does suck. But, it, it's no. crazy, though, yeah. Uh, a group of Spokane residents, um, so that's uh, in the state just south of uh, British Columbia. Uh, Washington, Washington State? I yep. say Oregon. Uh, a group of Spokane residents think it makes sense to put fans on people's roofs and blow the wildfire smoke enveloping their city back in Canada's direction. So they... they uh, there's, a, there's a name of a Facebook event that's called verbatim here blow spokane smoke away to canada and it's scheduled to take place this coming friday i believe at noon okay and it's organized by spokane resident caleb moon uh, and the event asks its population of five hundred fifty thousand people to place at least five box fans on their roofs turn them to their highest setting and aim them at northeastern canada teamwork makes the dream work let's do this spokanites um not that i mean that just sounds absurd but like just for a fun little science project, do you think any of them have ever, like, blown into a fire? Because when you add oxygen to fire... Well, well, no, they're just worried about smoke. Uh-huh. They're just worried about the smoke, Shannon. I'm, I'm just saying that it, if there's going to be any kind of spark coming from this wildfire, and yes, if they're worried about smoke... That's another thing. But more air over to the, to the fire builds the fire and more smoke. Adding oxygen, right. adding fire, adding smoke. My favorite part is the math that he's tried to do on this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so he says, <laughs> we figure a small box fan can move smoke about six feet. So, <laughs> okay. Okay. So, okay. Fine. You, you have a small little bit of smoke. You have a box fan. Six feet is probably pretty reasonable for you to be able to move that smoke right. six feet. <laughs> So if you put 500,000 of these fans together, you can do the math on that. We can probably get it pretty far into Canada. So. Um, <laughs> there's there's a flaw in the plan. Right. It's ridiculous. That's the, the one sort of floor fan, according to a senior environmental health scientist. So what the hell does she know? Could move a little <laughs> smoke around, but there's no way that a large group of fans is going to move as much smoke as there actually is. If he's got a fan running on your floor, think of its radius of influence. It's not very large, maybe 10 feet. So all it's going to do is clear smoke maybe out of that 10 feet. Yeah. But a fan also pulls. <laughs> yep. It doesn't just push air. It pulls air through it. So you're just circulating that smoke around you. Yep. <laughs> and, uh, and and yeah. You, and So stop it. Spokane. Stop it. <sighs> Sucks to suck. Another weird story coming from British Columbia. This one oh, coming out of Vancouver. Um, 
more than two thirds of a home uh, that sits on a lot has collapsed, and oh. the the charred debris from a once raging fire remains undisturbed. So you have a plot of land. This house is broken down, fallen down, was in a fire, and there's you know grass is creeping up around the abandoned building. Yeah. And despite this whole thing, the property located in Vancouver's uh, Kitsilano neighborhood mm-hmm. has been listed for a whopping $3.9 million. That sounds about right, Our Vancouver. Jesus fucking Christ. Isn't that insane? Uh, nothing's been done with it, and nothing will be done to it unless you buy the land. So right. if you buy the land, you've got to take care of removing all that shit yeah. and everything. Yeah, it's not like you spend $3.9 million and get yourself an okay little house. This this is fixer-upper to extremes. Yeah, like build a new one. Yeah, well, and before you can build a new one, you have to get rid of the old one. I just... Vancouver is by far the most expensive city in Canada. I think followed pretty closely by Toronto and Montreal. Probably, yeah. Um, but yeah. We're stupid, right? Like, we're, we're all stupid? That's, oh, yeah. Like... What are we doing? Yeah, the real estate out there Stop is this. just unreal. Sorry, that was a that's a super short one, but yeah. like, I'm my that's mind is blown. Up. Crazy, sucks to suck. And finally, this one, uh, it's the article is from NBC Chicago, but the story comes out of Guadalajara. Uh, the authorities of the city of Gua- so, I, I got really <laughs> you got excited. really excited there. For it's in a Steely Dan song. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Guadalajara won't do. I love every single episode Shannon sings a little bit. It's great. I want to do like a mashup of every song you sang throughout the, the, the show. You know, I'm trying to do something over here. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. I think, I, yeah, okay. <laughs> the authorities of the city of Guadalajara, uh, considered to be one of the most uh, conservative cities in Mexico, approved a law that uh, allows sexual relations in public view unless there is a public complaint. Oh, so, with the legal reforms, the police will no longer have the authority to sanction public sex acts as long as there isn't a complaint from a third party. So, <laughs> just bone on the streets. Nice. Uh, one of the, uh, the the modifications to the bylaw states, having sexual relations or committing acts of exhibitionism of a sexual nature in public places, vacant lots, inside vehicles, or in private locations in public view will be considered administrative offenses as long as the citizen requests... Uh, police intervention so uh, if 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 no one complains about it if no one's just like ah dick then they just enjoy huh huh the uh the changes were issued in the capital uh, of the state under the argument that the police should focus on combating crime and not bother those who might be lacking funds to let's say pay for a hotel okay okay uh the change has caused a little bit of indignation among many citizens who label it as a moral issue. Fair. No. And also <laughs> warn that it makes it easier for rapists and pedophiles to abuse their victims. Which on the surface, I'm just like, whoa, whoa, that's extreme. But they're not wrong. They're not wrong. I huh. kind of see that. Like, I'm not saying hide them, hide those people away and let them do it a private. Obviously not. But if... <sighs> If you're just kind of letting this out and about and you're just doing it like in a park somewhere. Yeah. It makes it a lot easier to commit these terrible things. So um, once these changes go into effect, the police will only be able to detain and find those who have intimate encounters in public view if there is an express complaint, uh, like I said, from other from other citizens. And this initiative has a history in the world uh, now that uh, Vondel Park in Amsterdam, one of the most popular parks, uh, public parks in the capital, has allowed sex in the open air spanning over a decade. Oh. And the only rules in Amsterdam are to keep the space clean. The activity should be conducted in areas away from dedicated ch- uh, child zones. That makes sense. Well, that's good. And yeah. If, and if there's too much noise, police can ask the lovers to leave. But there's still no, like, crime there. You just, like, if you're banging in a park and you're away from the kids' area um, and you're you're quiet, you're not screaming, um, you, great. As long as you clean up afterwards. Yeah. How do you feel about that personally? Um, I don't know. I kind of go back and forth on it because one, I like I'm, I'm a very like, do what makes you happy as long as you're not hurting anybody. And if you're away from, and the big thing obviously is like around like kids and stuff like that. Like obviously you don't want that. Yeah. But at the same time, if I'm like just going for a walk in the park, <laughs> well, literally, you, you a- wouldn't go walking in that park though. Well, that's a good point. But again, it's not just specific 
parks that it's okay in. Like it's everywhere. Hmm. Like I don't want to be just walking down a quiet street. Minding your own business. And then someone's just fucking getting railed from behind. Like I don't (laughs) need that on my morning walk. Maybe I do though. And and are they specifying the type of sex? Because that can get pretty wild as well. What do you mean? I mean, what if somebody wanted to have anal sex right like <laughs> by the swings? I mean, it doesn't go into that <laughs> right by the swings. <laughs> or like using the swings. Right. I don't... I mean, there's no, there's nothing in the article, at least, that stipulates that, so... Or if it was just oral sex. You know what I mean? Like, I don't... <sighs> I don't know. I feel like there's there's. Can you just imagine walking through like around and you just see somebody just like, getting head, like, or just... like getting their butthole eaten or something? <laughs> like someone's just face down in the grass, ass up. Right, and just going going and mun- getting fucking rimmed. Yeah, I mean, good on you. I don't know how I feel about it. I'm kind of back and forth on because one, I just like I don't care what you do. Great, fine, but. That's also... I don't know. I, I feel like I wouldn't handle that well. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I feel like I would just be very uncomfortable for everybody all the time. Yeah. And I, I, and I, I think that speaks more to me than anything. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I don't think I would be able to, to do it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think I... Like, I'm uncomfortable with myself as it is. Yeah. <laughs> in just normal day-to-day. I don't like walking and seeing people and, or having people see me as I'm just walking around. Well, and it's weird. You've always got like a full like onesie on that you don't like people seeing your body. And yeah, I just I don't need that. Yeah. So I definitely couldn't participate in this. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily really care if you're boning out in the public, out in public, but I'm also not totally sold on it. So I don't yeah. know. Does it suck? Guadalajara won't do. Sucks to suck. Very good. <laughs> Very good. Uh, you can save the day with uh, all of these stories, as well as everything that we're talking about on tonight's show. will be linked uh, all in the show notes. You can find those over at the website. P2Bpodcast.com. Be sure to, um, if you haven't already, subscribe um, through the new podcast feed. Yes, Again, please do. Head to anchor.fm slash pull the plug. Links to all the uh, most popular podcast listening ways services yeah all, all through there it's the yeah. best way to uh ensure that you're going to get the latest and greatest ish episode of pull plug ish <laughs> uh we're back to the music here paul federici one day you will be right and this song is so so right Day you will be a 
hold on can we slow down for a moment and just live like it's our last day let no one bring you down live like it's our last day Federici there with One Day You Will Be Right. And we're back here at uh, Pull the Plug Podcast. Oh. <laughs> okay. Very good. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, I made my night. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad to. Guadalajara won't do. Look, it's a great song. And I'm not going back to my old school. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> the, your commitment level to like when you're singing though is so up and down oh yeah because you'll have like what like you'll just go in and out of of volume (laughs) well i'm not a trained professional justin you may not know this about me shit but i'm a bit of an amateur holy fuck doesn't mean i'm not gonna try 90 percent of the time i mean it's like 60 percent of the time won't do you ready to... And I'm not oh, going back to my old school. Anyway, yeah. No, I'm totally ready now. So this uh, this story, I'm going to be kind of going back and forth in, in like like the timeline of when this story takes place, but it's fascinating, and I'm Try excited to, to share this follow with along, Shannon. It's not... Yeah, you, you, you're a big old dummy. <laughs> uh, the story is all outlined in uh, CB- from CBSlocal.com, which oh, again... Hold on. Do you know why I'm a dummy? Because I didn't go back to my old school. Oh, fuck you, son. <laughs> So the author um, on so user on Twitter posted a series of tweets uh, back on August nineteenth, dealing uh, detailing rather his misadventure with a young woman he met on Tinder. Okay. Oh. So uh, he said this actually happened to me, and it could happen to you too. Get some popcorn. How detailed? Really detailed? I'm no, getting the popcorn. Not that kind of detail. Oh. So the author tells of making a connection, planning to meet, and then having to reschedule due to a quote huge presentation. His potential. Uh, date will be working on for a couple of weeks and okay. so he's posted i thought well that's an overly elaborate way to, to ghost somebody yeah i say lol i won't i wouldn't be offended i totally get it hit me up when you're free she says thank you i was worried you would think i was trying to blow you off but for sure i'll text you in like a week i'm excited okay and then he says in in my head i'm like sure okay well, that, but yeah like, I, I don't know the fact that she w- brought it up and said like well, i was i was worried you were gonna think i was doing this that kind of is like okay maybe she's not sure sure but again it's like okay whatever like he's over it at this point yeah Yeah. we haven't even had a date it doesn't matter like why are you making this thing anyway okay so jump forward uh to the day of the date starting uh, with a meeting in union square um where he he met there and he said where a crowd had kind of gathered to hear a performer setting up for a show and turns out it was the woman who was doing the show. Right. Turns out the woman took to Tinder to chat and invite all of the men in the crowd to meet in the park at the same time. Oh, my God. So she gets on the mic. Now, this is, again, a lot of this is kind of coming from this user's Twitter account. He says she gets the mic and is like, thanks for coming out. I bet you're all wondering what this is about. Then she says, I've invited you all here for a chance to go on a date with me and proceeds to give a Hunger Games speech about what is going, what it's going to take to date her. What? All across Union Station, guys looked at their phones and realized the same thing, that they were all part of this whole ruse or whatever you want to call it. And according to NY Meg, the mastermind behind this stunt name was Natasha Aponte. She's an Instagram model um, who, uh, since this, have uh, her social media accounts have kind of gone private. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, this is top 10 greatest finesse of all time. Dudes actually stayed and played. This user went home. Hmm. So um, a bunch of people who were kind of part of this whole thing tweeted, I trust no one. I trust nothing anymore. Vanity will be the demise of human civilizations. <laughs> oh, shit. Don't get got. The end. Plenty of men apparently walked away. Okay. Of course. 
Uh, but the hundreds, hundreds who stayed, hundreds. Well, again, Instagram model. Pretty, you know, she's a babe. Yeah. Hundreds who stayed were sorted and swiped through even further. Guys were lining up in a line and she was like, left, right, left, right, left, right. Scam, you know, kept scanning people. Oh. Uh, one of the, well, they, they use the word victim in the story. The guys are not victims. That might be a bit harsh. It's probably a little bit of an overstatement. I mean, they showed up to a Tinder date, it's right? Like, a, it's, it's fine. Yeah. Uh, this person adds, he also matched with Natasha on Tinder, and she invited him out just like the rest of the guys. With each of the guys she hoodwinked, she used the same script in this Tinder in, in this Tinder thing. So funny. Uh, 22-year-old Spencer, who also matched with her on the app, says he left once it was clear they had all been tricked. Some guys were holding flowers. A lot of guys were very excited to see this woman who's essentially Aww. a con artist and a liar. Uh, a representative for The Bachelorette denied an interview but told CBS2 she organized the elaborate dating game to show the harassment women face in online dating by flipping the gender roles. She wanted attention. And she got it. And whatever her intention, the stunt left a sour taste for many of the young bachelors. Uh, her representative says Natasha did pick a winner, um, but that hasn't been revealed or anything like that. So, uh, yeah, the whole thing just seems so slimy. It's so slimy, and and it, but it, look, I'm all for uh, making people aware of the harassment that women get everywhere, especially on you know online and and in dating and, and stuff like that. One hundred percent. Make sure you're aware of that shit. Yes. Fuck that. Is I don't see how this helps that though, or I don't it, see how this makes it uh, not okay. But I don't see how this makes people aware of it. Like I don't see the message. There. No, this glamorizes what, like the extremes Tinder can go to. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, and I also don't see how inviting or getting or tricking tricking we'll all the word, these men, yeah. tricking all these men into to to go to one spot how that's flipping the the flipping the coin on gender or, or, or sexual harassment i just don't i don't see the message there i mean un- how is how is what she's doing to them how would the guys feel that that's harassment like okay yeah you're you kind of wasted your time coming down there but like unless the script she used basically like and then only invited the men who really went like abusive like verbally abusive or whatever with it like like oh hey what do you like i'd love to meet up and then the next message is i just i can't wait to fuck you or something but it, unless she only invited those men and brought them out to like embarrass them or something but, but according but, to the report she chose somebody yeah like she she wanted to find somebody and according to this report none of these men like that wasn't the case like she didn't bring them out to embarrass them they thought they were meeting up with someone and he was being lenient with her schedule. And I don't know. It just seems very, what was the point? Yeah. What, what's the point of it? Like if, if I'm, if I or we are missing something, like let us know, like if I'm, if I'm not reading into the right, if there's some big message that we're missing, yeah, yeah. like, like tell me, I want to know that, but I just don't see how what she did is a good way to make people aware of the harassment that women face i don't see how that relates to it at not all. at all especially when you're i mean you brought up a great point hey maybe these people were harassing her on tinder but it that it, doesn't sound it like doesn't the case really sound like that's the case maybe some of them were but i don't know i'm very confused yeah. about the whole plan like that's kind of it's funny like yeah. it's an interesting thing but i don't see a lesson there in any yeah. way so like i said had the script been such and such and all of the men that were invited there were ones that turned abusive or were really raunchy or just were d-bags off the hop and then she brought them there and like put their messages up on the walls and like blah 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 like that there's a message there's There's public shame and bring these men into which again i can't really like agree with but at least you would understand that that's her end game yeah the end game here was a fucking like bachelorette style tv show type of gimmick that oh i brought hundreds of men here and now you all get to swoon over me and blah blah like i don't get it it, it makes no sense I, to me. I don't understand her reasoning and her supposed messaging behind it and and yeah i don't know if silly yeah like like i said if we miss something let us know but i don't think and again this is you know you're saying this as well as a woman like yeah you, you don't really see the message so i don't know maybe we're no. saying something if we are 
let us know. Get in touch with us over at the website. P2Bpodcast.com. Bonkers shit. Yeah. I think, I think it was very gimmicky. And because she's an Instagram model, I think she has this following of people that, I don't know, she was looking to... Just yeah. raise publicity or something. Yeah, I, I, I think I, I think this was a gimmick for her own image, not for a any lesson. any moral issues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Weird shit. Yep. Uh, this last song of the night is another special request. This one goes out to Jordan. Here's Among Millions, Spirals on Pull the Plug. from Among Millions there. And that one goes out to Jordan on the Facebook page. Thank you again for your request. What's up, buddy? And if you want to make a request, you can do so uh, over at the website, p2ppodcast.com. There's the contact form on there. Or you can always reach out like Jordan did through any of our social media outlets. We've got Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, You can fucking comment on a YouTube video. Whatever you want. 
and uh, get in touch and put your requests in because we love hearing from you and we love playing those sweet sweet tunes yeah we do and uh speaking of youtube we've uh uploaded uh uploaded rather a uh, few new uh pull the plug plays we got another one coming up probably within the next day or so amazing part three of our saga of until dawn we've got one more to go one more one we're more, gonna Shannon. make it happen we're gonna finish off this game and tie her off in a neat and tidy bow yeah can't wait um if you want to get into touch with us uh, in any way Head on over to our website, ptppodcast.com. Right on the homepage, scroll down to the very bottom. There's little quick links to uh, really kind of the, the primary ways to get in touch with us. Direct link to uh, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, uh, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Stitcher, Instagram, all that kind of stuff. And if you want to make it easy, you can also just head to anchor.fm slash pull the plug. Absolutely. That's it. Nice so and easy. simple. Click the button of the uh, service that you use and it'll download for you and there you go yep subscribe it, you right there and you, you know what's really cool about this and, and 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 we're not of course not we're not getting like paid or we're not sponsored by them in any way but anchor has a really cool thing that if you do use their app on uh or if you have an account with them or whatever mm-hmm. if you use their app on phones and, and ipads and shit you can actually if you're listening to the show you can comment right through that through that episode amazing and, and you can actually send like a little voice message and we get that so if you want to send us a, a voice message and comment and how much you hate us or like us or what you want to hear or, or, or anything, you can do that through the app. So that's another thing that you can do. Again, it's just through the Anchor app, but it's just something that you can try and, and see how you like it. Super fun. It's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, is that it? Is that it? Is I that think it? that's it. Is that it? Uh, another good show. <sighs> yeah. 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 It's good. We'll be back next week and uh, yeah. It'll be, be good times. Once again, ptppodcast.com. Thank you guys so much for listening. And remember, kids, alpaca. Kiss my curvy butt. Goodbye. Oh, boys like girls. <laughs> oh, boys to men. Oh, boys of summer. <laughs> Oh, boy, sets fire. Oh, boy, George. (laughs) Yeah, I won't top that. That's pretty good.